welcome to the Purple Mountain Podcast, creating a loving and sacred space to share truth and knowledge with Chris and Stephen of the Purple Mountain. Hello friends and welcome to the Purple Mountain Live. Uh, whether you're watching us on Facebook or on YouTube, we want to welcome everyone. I uh, hope everybody's well. And we're going to continue this evening uh, with our talk on health and well-being and this series uh, to try and just put some positive information out there, share truth and knowledge, and hopefully these tools will help you in, in wherever you're at on your journey. And we're joined once again by Lewis Powell of the Inner Guru in Liverpool. I was so pleased that Lewis could join us uh, after last week. We're sort of continuing on, really, because there's so much more to talk about. There always is. And it's a huge subject. And we just want to welcome everybody as they come online. If you've got any questions at all during the course of the uh, talk, just feel free and um, we'll, um, we'll go to the questions. You know, it's an interactive talk, so don't be shy. Uh, if there's something that's on your mind or you feel... That there's something perhaps we can assist with um, feel free feel free to ask a question or if it's something you just you just want to know you want to gain a bit of knowledge on and we're going to try and touch on as many different subjects as we can tonight we always like to go with the flow that's always the best way and see where it takes us um of course we're here with Stephen, and we just want to welcome you lewis once again thanks for doing it thank you Second thank one. you for having me yeah it's great so um we just sort of wanted to speak about um start with the sort of huge subject at the moment of, of mental health yeah and um sort of the way it's it's handled the, the the old systems and 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 ways that can assist people with mental health struggles yeah and it would, I talked a little bit just before we came on tonight about sometimes um, material pressures in a way that that can be a huge part of life. You know, um, money could be um, seem to be the source of, of pressure for people of having to be at a certain place or by following certain trends and feeling they should be somewhere. Um, I was just wanted to know your thoughts on that. I know I've said quite a lot there, but. Um, can you expand a little bit on what what you'd like me what what you'd like me to? Yeah, absolutely. So just uh, maybe to cut it in two to start off with the your thoughts on uh, mental health at the minute, the current systems that are in place, and what you feel are very positive systems, mm -hmm. whether they're new or old, <clears throat> that are coming in. Okay, well, well, first of all, there is a mental health pandemic that we're facing at the moment, um, especially especially in this area where where I'm. I know it's this is this is um, you know um, nationwide, but um, I know that specifically in the Merseyside area, um, it's one of the worst hit places for for mental health. I know that um, it was only in two thousand and eighteen when um, Merseyside had the highest mental health. Um, sorry, the, the highest male suicide rate in the country. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, mental health is, is quite a serious thing, especially in this this area. Yeah. And it's something that I feel strongly about and hence why creating this centre because, um, you know, waiting lists 
for NHS mental health, you're talking a minimum of eight weeks before you get any, um, before you get to see someone. And the most that, that you will be offered in regards to support or mental health um, treatments is CBT therapy, which I feel personally is very limited in what it can give you some great tools. Don't get me wrong. It can be something that can be a helpful tool to cope, but it's not getting to the roots of the problem. Um, now, I am grateful and I feel protected with what it is that I'm doing here at Inaguru because <clears throat> we're still allowed legally to do support groups, which is absolutely essential. I mean, if this ever got questioned, you know, I would absolutely um, chain myself in front of a train kind of thing, you know, to say like this, you know, this is essential. Like there's no way on earth that you can say that this is not essential. You know, this, this, it's an absolute health crisis when it comes to when it comes to mental health and we need support like and that's and i'm not just talking a, a phone call from somebody this you know people need that community and i feel that this is what's you know what's happening with isolation at the moment it's really keeping people stuck in in um in their mind you know and to be with people and to share how people are feeling i feel that it's so important um, especially in these times now that we're in that that people have places to go to uh, and like I say I'm grateful that we can actually continue to do that on um, you know it's very restricted but at the same time um, that that's still allowed to go ahead and you know I'm hoping that you know it, it will stay that way and, and only improve in the future but yeah I mean that also in regards to, to mental health what I'm seeing is that you know the people that are suffering are the ones that aren't don't have any like guidance or spiritual guidance or or community that that welcomes and supports um speaking about mental health because it's a taboo subject in 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 modern day society to talk about mental health well it has been for quite some time but um, I think that those that aren't that don't have a network of people like we do, you know, to support, they're, they're the ones that are going to be suffering the most. Now, for people like us, this is a chance for ultimate growth. You know, we're being yeah. like, you know, we know from like doing like medicine journeys, things like that, that when you're put in uncomfortable situations or even in life, you put in a difficult situation then that only leads to growth because we're able to, you know, push ourselves out of our comfort zones, face hidden unconscious material, you know, and move through it. Whereas people that are unguided and, and you know, it's going to be, a, it's, 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 um, it's an emergency, you know, yeah. when, 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 um, when people don't have that kind of support, but like I say for us, it's great, you know, um, discomfort brings growth. It's interesting how I, the way that I'm seeing things right now is it, it's really interesting. And you can look at it in two different ways. You could see it as a really negative thing, but also you could see it as a really positive thing because, you know, as you, a lot of people are being made to feel guilty. This is what I'm seeing a lot lately is people are being made to feel guilty. People are like, oh, should they even, you know, be going outside? Or should, you know, should we, you know, be even speaking to our family and friends and things like that? But, you know, that's as, you know, on face value, it's a, it's a negative thing, what we're, what we're seeing. But actually, 
what I see in that is because I've also had this complex that I carry around a lot of guilt with me and I have done for a long time. Now, putting in a situation where you're being made to feel guilty is like the ultimate opportunity for me to face my shadows, which is like this deep rooted guilt that I've been carrying. So for me, it's a great opportunity for growth. But for those that aren't having that support, it's also a, you know, a, a it can be a really destructive and, and negative experience for them. So um, also there is a, um, a deep wound that many people hold of abandonment you know, and isolation and, you know, exactly the same thing. People are being forced to isolate. Now, Yeah. if, you know, when, when I did my shamanic training in the Amazon, we have to isolate for a long time, you know, alone, you know, working with certain plants. And that's seen as, a, you know, a, an initiation. And also um, some shamanic cultures um, bury people under the ground. You know, the initiates are buried under the ground. There's nothing more isolating than being stuck or buried under the ground overnight. Yeah. But that's so they can face that fear that's deep within them. It brings it to the surface. So if you see it like that, then you can also see this. Everything that's going on right now is a fantastic opportunity for growth. But it's all about how you perceive what it is that's going on. It's all about perspective. Yeah, absolutely, and perhaps a, a time to be, it's looking in the mirror or being shown the mirror. Exactly. In many ways, but um, do you feel at the moment, because I know you're doing an awful lot of work with, with mental uh, health and, and the groups that you've done and uh, with your um, inspiration with the inner guru from, from the start, uh, and do you feel that things are improving a bit more? that is coming to the surface a bit more now uh, as in I, the way it's dealt with and systems or, you know, do you think it's moving forward a bit? No, 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 I don't feel like it is. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I feel like it's going backwards. But... I mean, it was mentioned on one of our other uh, chats that we did that it's very difficult to actually get the, the true figures in the country of the suicide rates at this moment in time. Yeah, they'll they'll be very hidden. I I believe that it's it's. I mean, they were pretty catastrophic last year. I'm sorry, not yeah. last year. You know, 2019. The figures for 2020 are not going to be accurate. Yeah. Um, we don't. I don't think it'll be. We'll ever get the true representation of of the amount of suicides that happened last year. But I know one thing for sure. Um, that when the previous lockdown, the one just before the summer yeah in liverpool the narcotics anonymous group that now does their um meetings and support groups here lost the venue that they used because of the lockdown three of them committed suicide three out of a group of like 15 so you know and that's just like i'm just picking off you know picking figures here like this was just just that particular group now if you think how many people and and they have a fellowship where they're still you know connected and you can imagine all of the people that haven't even got to that point where they've reached out to a fellowship who have committed suicide you know it's it's absolutely essential that people have support groups and this is just something that our government the the health service are not providing you know we, we've had to take it upon ourselves to create these support groups now 
this always makes me wonder, you know, if people, if if our government truly did care about, and, and you know, I have to ask myself this quite a few times, if they truly, do they truly care about our health? This is something that, you know, we have to think about and you have to look around. Do yeah. they really care about our health? You know, why aren't we being told to um, exercise more? Why aren't we told to be mindful? Why aren't we told to be de-stressing? Why aren't we told to keep in contact with our family members, check in on, you know, why aren't we being asked to do that? You have to ask yourself that question sometimes is if they truly cared about our health, then there would be support groups put in place for yeah. people that are suffering. Or you'd see on, on the TV, you know, support group, you know, hotlines or, you know, things like that, you know, for this yeah. time. We're in a crisis, an absolute, mm. like they say, you know, worldwide pandemic that's, that people are suffering and all that's being pumped out is fear, you yeah. know, creating more and more suffering. The, prob the problem is, <clears throat> is that the problem I find is um, the, what, we're in, the, what we're in at the moment is there's, there's, there's people that are getting angry and that doesn't help anything. That's just going to make your energy vibration lower even more. And there's also people that are waiting for somebody to come and save them. Mm, you know, yeah. we're, we're in a situation now like what do we do? You know, what what can I do as a person to make a difference in this? Now, do I think going out into the street, shouting from the rooftops, creating riots and protests, do I think that that's the way to go? Probably not, because that's only going to fuel um, probably pr police brutality and, you know, the rest of all that and more conflict and more division. <clears throat> uh, do I feel just um, hoping that, that the... the um, this is going to go away is the best thing to do. No, I don't. What I think the best thing for us to do is to create the change within ourselves. And we talked about this last week is this yeah. Michael Jackson, man in the mirror kind of scenario. Mm. But I, I do stand by that. And I feel that using this, the, the, the way that we can truly make a change is to, is to, is to use this opportunity to do the inner work, use this opportunity to face our shadows to transform them because when we transform ourselves we also transform the world um so and i don't think that some magical you know savior you know jesus resurrected is going to come down and 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 save us i think the only people that are going to save and or change things is is us and creating communities of connection and light and truth doing exactly things like what we're doing sharing the light because you know, the more people are listening to this truth, it'll lift them veils of illusion away. Do you think there'll be uh, the way it's moving is that that will be a natural course almost of, of um, centres and community groups outside of the system that will create something new as the the old is as the old falls away naturally. Yeah, hundred uh, <clears throat> percent. I mean, the momentum that's happening here um, is is it's it's fantastic it's overwhelming it's 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 beautiful that 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 we've been able to continue this underground network of support yeah and i feel that you know if we you know it's none of these like winds of illusion that are battering upon people's lives is affecting me at all and i believe that's because we've created this place on a foundation of truth 
and and good intention. And I think that that's the way forward. I think the only thing that's going to sustain itself, the only thing that is going to um, stay strong, is is the uh, is the um, the initiatives and the and the projects that have been based on truth and um, for, with good intention. Yeah, I feel like all the rest is just going to keep falling down. It's like a huge, um, you know, tower in the tarot. Yeah. You tower know, moment. Yeah. Yeah, but the tower is only the crumbling of, of of things that aren't true. Yeah, you know, and and the 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 when we when we do things with pure intention, it's like building you know a, a monument out of out of marble or stone. You know, it's not you know like the pyramids. It's not going to go anywhere. It doesn't matter what yeah. weather comes. It's going to stay there. Whereas like you know these these buildings that they create nowadays, you know, plasterboard walls and and wood, they they wouldn't last ten years without maintenance. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> very true. <laughs> yeah, and just just one more uh, thing I wanted to ask just before I'm going to hand over to Stephen is uh, something I noticed the other day. I don't watch much TV, but it was sort of rolling on from something I was watching as I was working the other day, and it seems to go from this really strong fear stuff that's pushed out, and the next thing you're watching. There'll be some program on, like some kind of celebrity program, where it's like nothing's happening at all. If that makes sense, it seems like yeah. one extreme to another. But what I'm getting to really is, we talk about triggers or people that might be feeling angry, or they see something that they would see as injustice, or this isn't right, or I don't feel comfortable, and I'm getting really angry, and I'm getting triggered by it, or just mm -hmm. a little bit. How how would you advise somebody to to work through that? and with the cells yeah it's interesting that, that you uh, brought that up because it's something that had come to my mind this morning actually um i was <clears throat> i was i was i've been you, you know what i'm like um you know with my thought-provoking facebook posts but yeah. um i do also like to experiment on people and see where they're at just to sort of like check in and, and see you know has the the collective humanity you know changed or raised their vibration yet um most of the time i'm disappointed when i'm observing um newspaper article comments and things like that i'm seeing that 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 no there's still pretty quite a lot of division and quite a lot of of, yeah. uh, of anger getting spewed about um <clears throat> but the interesting thing is is that and this is something that um um it's only a german psycho psychologist called nietzsche um oh, yeah. he, he just he have you heard of him before yeah 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 so he's he writes um something really interesting something really interesting about um about observing people's reactions and also um that that people need their pe um people are so attached to their illusions that when the truth comes along and rocks that illusion or it triggers that illusion people will get so people it will trigger the fight or flight survival response yeah. in that person so people become so attached to their idea of how the world is how the you know that when that is triggered then nastiness comes out mm -hmm. because it's like almost like you're threatening my life by your truth by the truth so some people are so comfortable in their illusion that they will completely disregard truth. But it's interesting to observe 
<clears throat> that when somebody is coming from a place of truth and they're questioned about that, there's no like physiological, there's no like, there, of course, there is some physiological response when someone questions your truth, like, you know, come on, what? You know, but when somebody is um, triggered and they're holding on to an illusion, there is a negative response to that, you know, like, like a trigger. So I actually put a Facebook post on today asking people to try it on themselves. You know, if somebody, it's a good, it's like a little test to see if, you know, if, if what you believe in is true. If someone questions that and you get like really, really defensive or really, really nasty about that, then, then that gives you something to work on. Yeah. Because because you maybe you should question whether this the, the, the that belief system is is the truth, yeah. um, and also that people that you know if, if they if you are holding on to a truth and somebody questions it, it's just like well well you know I'm not I'm not I'm not bothered by you know your belief system because I know that this is true. It's almost like you 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 just we just know yeah. the truth. So I just found that really interesting because I'm observing that in certain dynamics, especially when it comes to comments in. Uh, newspaper articles is that when somebody questions a belief system then there's like a, this herd mentality of like people gang up on that you know it's like yeah it's like he's threatening our existence by asking that question kind of thing so i mean i just find that helpful to like i find it helpful to have that as like a little bit of a, a compass towards your intuition of what's true or not like when you experience truth, it's kind of like nourishing to the soul. And this is something that I experienced a lot through my own initiations. I had to learn this um, because of a lot of the things I was experiencing at the time, a lot of the illusions I was experiencing at the time through black magic and things like that. I had to learn how to decipher the difference between truth and illusion through my senses rather than deciphering that through logic. <clears throat> But I find that it's really interesting and that Nietzsche describes how how um, people's responses change when their illusionary beliefs are are threatened in a certain way. So if somebody like for me now, if somebody um, approaches me and, and you know, with with and with some um, a, a belief or, or or challenges one of my beliefs and I find myself to be like triggered or question it, I will use that as an opportunity to think, hang on a minute you know, maybe what it is that I'm holding on to is not true and then be willing to let that go. So I think the best way to avoid <clears throat> um, suffering in the self is to just let go of, of, of any beliefs and be humble in the fact that maybe we're all wrong. Yeah. And then, you know, then it keeps us curious. I think a good advice would be to remain curious, remain curious, but also remain discerning as well. I think that really helps, and and you maybe use that little technique as a tool to see whether whether there's something that you need to work on, or or um, or also to see you know um, to help you to decipher um, truth. Yeah, to, illusions. To to, uh, to be the observer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think observation. I mean, when it comes to doing self work, observation is the key, and also yeah. to remain in a state of peace. It's it's so important. That especially when we're doing shadow work, like, and this is why my meditation practice is so important. Like, you know, to have like groups like what we're doing here, where we're practicing and teaching meditation, 
it's a, it's such an important so especially when we're deep in shadow work because some people can like delve into them that that shadow stuff that unconscious material and if you're going in there in a in in one of your and you're stuck in one of your patterns you're gonna you know you're gonna end up getting lost in it all and it can bring you down it can make you feel really heavy and mm. and sometimes you can get stuck in it so my the best advice that i can give if you're doing work on yourself is to remain in a state of peace and to observe your thought patterns first of all is observing the thought patterns around you and observing any thoughts of it's the thing is is we're constantly um surrounded by energy around like it's mostly it's the energies that are around us that mostly affect our thoughts like we think that it's just the mind some we think it's just our mind that's just me thinking this it's not true you know there is energy that's constantly you know around now when we meditate that protects us because we're in a state of peace and and the and we're less likely for these energies to affect us now if we start thinking negatively sometimes that can be because we're around somebody that has a negative you know a negative energy around them and then that can get into our mind and then create us to think negative thoughts and then it can become a, it's so easy for that to get entangled within our own psyche <clears throat> and this is something that's not really that understood or talked about in psychology either this is purely like um psychic mystic shamanic however you want to call it but in fact it is the truth and you know when there is all of this like um you know it's like sometimes when you'll watch the news or something like that and it's like all this fear it's like oh you know you can feel it's tangible isn't it? Yeah. it it is tangible you can feel it and if that gets in if that gets into you that can cause problems so i think um constantly just being curious observing will will keep you protected and also in a state of peace yeah absolutely it's interesting that you said about uh, you know the different vibrations and something uh, we experienced today when we're out and about in a, in a certain place um that the you know not letting that in keep keeping that protection around you being aware keeping your boundaries yeah uh, and that doesn't mean you have to run away from people or anything it's just you keeping it keeping it where it is you know and not yeah. letting it to sort of bleed into your energy and and take on board anything yeah so steven yeah, exactly. just gonna hand over to you yeah Don't want you're too quiet for too long <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just uh you know you're observing you're listening and and you're taking on board and it's just very nourishing is nourishing uh, i just want to ask you a yeah. couple of questions there lewis um if there's there's a lot there'll be a lot of people listening to 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 this podcast tonight and we'll be listening tomorrow and next couple of days i know you're based in liverpool but are there any sort of ways you would advise people how can people reach out you know we're in this pandemic we with what's happening in society there's a lot of lonely people out there what advisement could you give to people how can people reach out not just to you to your inner group what advisement would you give it's 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 difficult to say actually because um obviously like my focus is is on the community that i'm, I'm involved with now and it's like it, you know it would be too much for me to to like make myself and what i'm offering accessible right now to a wider public i mean i'm focusing on building from the ground up hopefully in the future that we might have some like online coaching material things like that that people could use but at the moment uh, that unfortunately that's not something that we can offer but 
I, I feel that like um, maybe I don't know. Even people listening to this maybe feel like you like you know set up a even if it's like a Facebook page or something or a group where you know you can support people in your community because we need people from the roots. Uh, it, it, this is like a, a grassroots movement that we need to to set up. You know, support groups for people that are struggling <clears throat> because if you look on the news, it's not spoken about. So you can imagine how these people are feeling like, oh, God, all these poor, you know, I'm suffering suicidal. But, oh, oh, but, it, it, you know, well, that's, you know, that's justifiable because there's people dying outside there. You know, this inferiority of like people who suffer with mental health, it's it's chronic. It's 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 awful because I've yeah. spoke to a lot of people who've said, oh, well, you know, I, I, that's insignificant for me because, you know, you know because of the people dying and things like that you know like you know it's just mental health other people are in hospital on icus blah 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 blah. you know not thinking that that's important now maybe right now it could be even though it's like you know depressing for some people in the future if it's not you know dealt with this can you know these these mental health problems can grow into you know into problem bigger bigger problems yeah yeah so What I would do is try is like start on your community with your community, your immediate community. I think like reaching out to people <clears throat> that you're connected to, even if it's just even if you don't feel like you want to, you know, reach out to to the wider community, and um, maybe just reaching out to family and friends. You know, most people are probably doing this anyway. You know, who have a strong family network. Um, you know, uh, creating maybe like WhatsApp groups, things like that, just to keep, you know, just to keep that connection. It's really important, like a loving connection, you know, not even talking about COVID, things like that, just like <laughs> yeah. love. <clears throat> because it's the, the more we talk about it, the more the more we feed it. And we don't we don't want this fear to perpetuate. Um, the thing is. With 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 fear is that it does have an expiry date fear. That's why. Mm. That's why. That's why it keeps having to, to be effective. It has to be. It, um, it has to be repeated over, and it's like abuse. It has to be to create a damage to create serious damage. It has to be over a long period of time, and that that's what. It, if if you look at psychological abuse, this is exactly what's happening to people right now. Is they're being abused now, but the the problem is with with this kind of abuse is it's more like gaslighting. It's more like, it's more yeah. like, uh, it's very covert abuse, which actually is the most common form of, of psychological abuse. People would think psychological abuse is just you fucking, you know, you know, someone shouting at you, calling you names or whatever. Well, actually, it's a lot easier to to brush that off than the covert abuse, which is coming across as it's doing a good thing, but actually underneath that, there's a real dark underbelly to that. That's actually penetrating your energy and and causing you issues Mm. so i feel that that um the best the antidote for that is like laughter you know support in the way where you know you know not taking things as seriously um doing the things that you enjoy you know i know that we can't like you're not meant to you know see people in person but um i just feel that yeah so Sorry, but I've gone off a little bit here, but but um, what I think is that if anybody's listening, then and they feel the call to set up something, then then do it. You know, don't hold back. You know, set up a set up a 
a support group find somewhere a place because you're allowed to do support groups by the way so try and find a venue somewhere where you can hold support groups you know and have and have um you can have up to 15 people there you know something like that find a little community center i'm sure that they, they wouldn't mind you doing that because they're probably not doing much anyway so if you could give them a donation to do a, a support group there even if it's just you know five or ten people things like that i think that's what's going to make a difference i think building communities like exactly what you've done at purple mountain you know you've got this community of people you've got these followers and it's great because you're all shit you all have a shared vision so maybe even if you don't fully align with this you know the, um your vision or or our vision which is very similar <clears throat> maybe you have your own and and that's great i think just like building little pockets and little communities of support is is um the best advice i could give yeah that that's that's brilliant and just really leads on to a little bit uh, moving on to a different question there uh, you know the you you see so many people or, or you feel so many people that suffer with depression and you go to the doctor and the first thing a lot of doctors do is prescribe antidepressants and and i think there is i feel that there is such a disconnection I think there's such a divide now between modern medicine and the what are called the old ways of herbal herbal medicine, shamanism, crystal healing, things like that, that really does heal, that can work side by side with modern medicine. Yeah. So I think I, I feel what's your sort of thoughts about closing the gap? How can we sort of close the gap? How can we reach out to these organizations such as the NHS? such as doctors and nurses well that's what exactly what we're doing here um because we do have you know i've got um um an nhs psychiatric nurse who who, who does workshops here mindful mamas and she does she does um um uh other mental health support groups here at, at the interview and she's very holistic in what she does you know, <clears throat> so that's already starting to bridge the gap in a way because we're getting people on board. You know, I know Amy, doctors who are combo practitioners and, you know, it, it is happening. It's more so the younger. I find yeah. it's more so the younger ones are a little bit more open-minded than the old school um, doctors and things like that. But the, the, the gap is already starting to bridge a little bit. I think what's important is that when... I think some people that are on like that scientific, I think there is a massive divide. There's a fence between yeah. science and spirituality, <clears throat> like a massive, massive fence. I think that it's important that, that we can remain neutral in the middle. Okay. Like, you know, from my experience, when it comes to antidepressants, out of, out of seven years of working with people, you know, I've treated over 3000 clients, doing cambo and i've spoke to a lot of people who've been on worked with a lot of people who've been on antidepressants i haven't yet met one person that said that antidepressants made them happier now i'm not saying don't take antidepressants please i just want to make that very clear but what i'm saying is i find that there's a very big disconnect from that person's spirit it's almost like yeah. there's a there's a there's a vacancy there now of course in a thinking extreme situations then that could be how you know it you know i think that there is you know some use for that um if it was an extreme situation but i also feel that that um that that people should try to explore 
alternatives as well you know before making that decision to go on to before i i personally think that should be a last resort uh, and people should you know look into alternatives before they um decide to to do that uh but in regards to this the yeah the the bridging of the gap i think that it's important that we remain neutral and not to not to disc not to um like you know be like oh science is just you know it's just bad it's just corrupt blah blah blah, blah because you know that's not the case it's not you know yeah. it's not obviously there's people who are using you know pharmaceutical like when it comes to like pharmaceutical companies and things like that that are kind of like you know um criminal bosses really you know using using a good thing to make you know lots and lots of money from it but at the same time there's doctors and nurses and do most doctors and nurses won't um aren't doing it because they're in a criminal underworld they're doing it because they you know want are interested in health and they want to you know they want to support you know people and they want to you know make to make a difference so <clears throat> i think it's important not to like tarnish everybody who's in that you know the hardcore science and don't believe in anything about spirituality tarnish them all with the same brush that they're like oh they're not good people because that's not the case they just need you know that first of all they need to feel welcomed into the into the uh into the other i always see it as like these two separate sides like the other side uh, <laughs> but not afraid of it, it because it's fear that that prevents that it fear that prevents people like you know taking the more spiritual side um so i think that by sharing studies um studies like you know because there's a lot of studies that into meditation there's a lot of study you know in the benefits of meditation there's a lot of studies um in regards to the benefits of yoga and you know i think if we are trying to reach out to that kind of community, then it's important that, that we share, you know, factual information about the benefits of it. I think that's a good bridge, especially that that's why I find the beauty of Cambo is that, you know, it can't just be labeled as woo woo because there is absolutely. science there's, there's, because there's science there. And I absolutely love that, that there is, you know, the science that, that, that ties into exactly, you know, to what the the effects of the medicine are um which i absolutely love that because sometimes i've gotten into conversations with people that are very very scientifically minded and they're like cambo's just a load of woo woo people are just throwing up and they feel like they're getting better <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's all that's all it is that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. where's the double blind placebo study to say that cambo is effective for depression what a load of woo woo pseudoscience and then like i start pulling off all these scientific facts you know about what the what contains it and all of these anecdotal evidence and they're just like you know they've got nowhere else to go with it can <laughs> yeah. i like that i like that sometimes you can you know you can provide that information so i think yeah. sometimes sometimes uh you know mm. if you are trying to appeal to to people on on that side trying to bridge the gap if that makes sense i think that it's important to welcome people mm. in um, be more welcoming and also um you know helping people to 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 make that transition to um with with facts as well mm. I think it's a little bit like we talked about last week when we're saying um moving away from classing people as the enemy it's us and them yeah because there are good people in all situations and working more finding that common ground it was mentioned a few times last week it's so important yeah, yeah. unity unity is, yeah. is 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 the key and 
at the end of the day we're all we're all um in the same cosmos yeah we're, 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 we all came from the same star stardust uh you know we're not as different as what what we perceive ourselves to be um, yeah. and sometimes sometimes people are just a reflection of us you know sometimes sometimes the the people that we perceive to be on the other side are just reflections of our own shadows as well yeah, yeah can i just ask another quick question there um that might lead up with anything which sort of inspired me that i think like you said in the beginning lewis this pandemic has been a great opportunity not just for people like us but also for humanity i see it as a positive thing and i think it's like that big mirror that is showing up and and with humanity is not always like what we've seen and i feel when when it comes to health and well-being that in a way i'm not saying this in a judgment it, society's become a victim society where and we've taken lack of responsibility of our health and well-being. There's an expectation now that doctors, surgeons, consultants, GP, nurses heal me. And, and I think in a way we've disconnected ourselves. So what I'm trying to say is even with politicians and I know David Ike talked about, a lot of people talk about sovereignty. But do you think moving back to a little bit more basic where and in every community, there will be centres, health and well-being centres, rather than um, having to have politicians and governments interfering into our health and well-being. That things will be coming a little bit more natural, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean that's a vision that I hold quite strongly. Is that yeah? Is that um, yeah? It you know health would would be self-governing because you know. I think that the the influence from huge amounts of wealth, like, and this applies to politics as well. The, mm -hmm. You know, it's always good. There's always going to be corruption where there's huge amounts of money involved. Now, you know, and the and and what's quite worrying as well is about like the NHS kind of thing happening because I can see where that's going. Um, you know, I'd probably find that in the next couple of years that the NHS is dismantled even more than it than than it has been. And it, you know, the, when it's in the hands of the corporate, it's, it's it doesn't seem like it's going to get any better. But at the same time, the, the 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 positives of that is that it will encourage more grassroots movement centres mm. like this centre, yeah. your centre, yeah. because people aren't going to want to pay for um, people aren't going to want to pay for private healthcare. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit of feedback here. Is that? Can you hear that? No, no, can't hear anything. Okay, okay. yeah, now. yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah. So back to the the question about. Um, sorry, I've lost, it, I've sorry. Just to touch on it because it sort of follows up. Because I know we spoke about last week, um, and I mentioned that sort of the governments don't need to be so involved in every part of our lives. So if we were to go to more, say, a, a local systems, say you're talking about Liverpool, yep. you know, so areas would become a little bit like it used to be, in, I suppose, in a way, more self-governing in areas and local councils giving a little bit more input because, of course, we're all the same, but different areas and understanding of where you are is important as well. Would you say? Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, like I said, I think that things like, I mean, my vision. Sorry, my vision for the future is that that this kind of work 
uh, like shamanic healing and, and things like that are incorporated into hospitals. Yeah, that's absolutely. that's like you know like a an, an end an end vision, and that it's all integrated together. I mean, and I think that that will happen eventually. I think it might we're a little bit of a way off from that yet, but I am holding that vision that we can incorporate all of it because, you know, you know, just doing the work that I've done, I've experienced some miracles. You know, that I think yeah. that a lot of health conditions that are that that um that are treated in hospitals could be treated by, you know, natural um, medicines. So I think that, um, like, I also have a vision as well that, you know, there'll be a lot more funding into that and a lot more research in the future. Um, I am. And also, like you're saying about, like, you know, local areas uh, funding. I feel that that's, I feel that that is, it is the, is the, the direction that we're heading towards. Yeah. And especially if the, you know, privatization of of um, of health services does happen, then I think that that even though that is perceived as a negative thing, that, that it could be a positive thing because it will drive more grassroots um, um, projects and and, and 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 health services that are that are created by the community. Just in the you know touching on the more spiritual, mystical, shamanic uh, side, do you find it? interesting that a lot of people now seem to be stepping forward and and saying i i have sort of reached the end of the line here and this is this is what um i feel drawn to that might help me uh, and i don't know if you you know you do do a lot of work with Campbell, which is a, a incredible medicine uh for for so much but have you experienced people that you've met like that who have who have more been drawn to uh the medicine yeah Near, and and near, I found the other system where I've I've reached that wall basically. Yeah. Um well ne nearly every person that comes to see me now is uh has said that they felt drawn. They don't know why. Yeah. Nearly, nearly I mean it it's things for me now and the clients that come to me, it's just so in flow. It's just so like I'm even at the point now where I very rarely even need to ask people, you know, if they're I always do send the you know contraindications things like that but it's almost like i just i'm like i attract people to come to see me they know that they're going to be safe i know that they're going to be safe and they you know it's like just so fluid and so like you know spiritually um assisted that <clears throat> that and um, that almost all the clients that come to me now are um are, are feeling this drawn towards the work um, but like what you're saying about people feeling let down, that's also very common. Is that that people, um, you know, are trying it as a as a as a last resort, but they have felt a call. Like you say, it's yeah. it's a call, and I think that I would never or encourage anybody to to go, to do any kind of shamanic healing practice without a genuine calling, yeah. because spirit will call you to do the work. I don't think it can be sold. I don't I don't think this kind of work can be absolutely marketed in a way that that usual other things are. I think it it has to be a calling. Uh and in fact I don't think there's that many people that have come to me. There has been one or two in the past where people have come and they haven't felt a calling. And to be fair, they very rarely get as much from it as the other people that have had the calling because it's just not 
it wasn't just it just wasn't meant for them at that time. But I think yeah. that everybody has a cut. I think that everybody has a calling towards something that's going to help them to reach their path and purpose. Um, it's just some people haven't been listening hard enough. Mm. Or, you know, people haven't <laughs> been been taking notice of that little inner voice, the inner guru that's going, come on, you know, yeah. do this. Like that I, I find it amazing how how many people and this only happened just yesterday as well to <clears throat> to a client that told me that um you know they'd be seeing frogs like, and they just they just they, <laughs> yeah. they, it'd been it'd been like a year before the last time that he'd, he'd seen me and he was just like i just could not ignore the calling like it was just, there was no way that i was able to like you know to to uh ignore that so i think that that there is always um a calling and, and some that that's why practices like meditation and and mindfulness and peace can 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 be helpful because there is an inner voice there isn't in a guru in everybody that's guiding them towards the purpose now this also helps with people's mental health if if you are suffering in your life then you are on the wrong path if you are suffering you are on the wrong path you're you're not you're not where you're meant to be now if you start listening to your inner teacher your inner guru it will guide you towards where you're meant to be and the right once you're led towards that path all of the right doors will open for you that are meant to open all of the right people mm. or the right support groups will open up for you now that's what we aim to do here at the center is to is that's right hence called the inner gurus to help people to connect with that and help people to find their path and purpose because you know that's what we <laughs> path and purpose the pur our purpose of what we are here to do now when we have purpose in our life we're happy because yeah. because we're in touch with our spirit we're in touch with 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 um creator we're you know we are we are creators we're doing the work of the creator because we're fulfilling what we're here to do now when we are not fulfilling what we're here to do things don't go right for us very often um and that's why people suffer so I think that can be um, helpful for people. I mean, uh, it's. Um, I remember reading something uh, about that's really triggered something in me about a Native American Indian. You know, like depression. Depression is your body telling you, you know, you're not following that divine purpose. You're not fulfilling. You're not doing what you're meant to do. And it. And you've got to ask. Everyone should ask themselves: When did you stop listening? Yeah. There was a somewhere in your past that, and this is why something we teach at the Purple Mountain, the Health and Wellbeing Clinic, we, we look at uh, prevention, preventative things rather than cures, because preventing illnesses is much more effective than finding the cure. So it's, and, and people should ask themselves, you know, when did I forget to listen? And and again, what you said around the blame society, you know, a lot of people blame other people, but ultimately you are responsible for your own health and well-being, aren't you? Yeah, also we are this is something that we do need to to do as as individuals, um, is take responsibility for yeah. our own lives. No nobody is going to come and save you, nobody's gonna come and tell you what you should be doing. Nobody's going to like, I had this massive complex um, when I was on my initiation, my, my journey into awakening. 
where I just needed somebody to tell me that I was on the right path. And I went, <laughs> I went, I went like, even though I knew, I, I knew I was on the right path. I just needed somebody to tell me. And, you know, it took me to go all around the world to all these different like teachers thinking that somebody was going to tell me that you're on, <clears throat> you know, yeah, yeah, this is your path. You're going to be a healer or you're going to do this. Did it happen? No. Did it balls? You know, that no one was ever going to tell me that. So that was my lesson. It was like, no, listen to your inner teacher. Listen, spirit is telling you, you are on the right path. You are on the right path. <laughs> if you're not going to listen to what you're saying, you're going to pay a hard price for that. And that's what yeah, was happening. I was true. like going, I was going to see teachers that were, that were, you know, not great or didn't want the what's best for me because, and I was led myself into manipulation and, you know, and more suffering until I finally gone. Yeah. Okay. I'm on the right path. This is what I'm doing. I'm on it. And then the minute I started to accept that, then that's when people around me were going, you're on the right path. I was like, well, yeah, I know I am. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't need anybody to tell me. But then when, when you're at, it's the paradox of it all is when you're in that place where you know you are, everyone around you support, starts supporting you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's something that a couple of people that reached out to me during the lockdown and, and it's just empowering people that, you know, yeah. you don't need me to tell you what to do. Just listen. You, you, you're on your, you're a powerful being of light. You are. Yeah. Just believe it. Believe that voice. You know, and yeah. and it's so true that if we ignore it, we, we unfortunately do pay the price in some shape yeah. or form, and it it keeps coming around. Like a, sometimes I I used to compare it to um, throwing like a rubber ball against the wall, and then it hits your back. And the more it hurts, you throw it even harder next time, then it hits you back again and it just keeps going till you learn, you know, to change that way. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I do sort of feel with um, a, a lot of the medicines and cambo as well, you know, when you talk about meditation, because uh, actually for anybody listening who doesn't know uh, myself or Stephen or how we're connected, um, the, the connection we made with Lewis was actually through cambo, cambo medicine many years ago um and and i actually feel looking back now because we practiced meditation before and i felt like through the uh, process uh and more so afterwards it served us very well mm. having that practice yeah. so this is just an illustration i feel of how important meditation is in in, in everything yeah yeah Medita meditation helps us to uh, the way I see it, <clears throat> especially for me going through like um, a, a spiritual crisis um, four years ago where I was, you know, my mind was so fractured and I was like, you know, seeing spirits and hear, you know, voices and like, you know, intense, like, and in, 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 in a rude awakening, so to speak, you know, into the nature of reality and spiritual realm. Like, it was so important for me to have like this knowledge of meditation which i'd fortunately learned some of not yeah. a lot of it but i'd learned some techniques and to to develop like what i would call like a spiritual muscle like mm. it's a discipline because there's and i realized that there's so many energies especially when i blasted my awareness <laughs> like to pieces i was like realizing that there's so much energy around me that like I have to develop this strength of mind 
because it's the my mind that's being affected by these energies that are around me. Now, the more I can focus and 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 meditate and keep my mind strong, all of this stuff is just like training me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's almost like test. It's like, you know, it's like you know, uh, yeah, men mental training really. And and I find that meditate like without meditation, I probably would have been insane. You know, like, or ended up on medication or, you know, stuck in a, um, you know, a mental health hospital or something. So meditation is fantastic for everybody to learn. It's something, it's something that we, we promote in every aspect of every part of the work, incorporating prayer and meditation, meditation key. It it is such a powerful tool to use. Uh, I wouldn't, I promote it all the time and everything that I do, I do meditate. Even with a lot of clients that we work with, right, first stepping stone one, try to incorporate meditation in, in, a, in a daily practice before mm, incorporating anything else. Because it's such an, e- and it's such an easy, easy tool to use as well when, when you master yeah. it. It is, it is. I also want to say about, um, about prayer, like the power of the power of prayer and and, and something that is not taught very well like yeah. about prayer is that some people are like please 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 you know okay so i'm gonna say please please, please don't don't do that <laughs> don't like don't like beg yeah that things are gonna like because you're sending out it's your we are the creator that we're praying to we are the we are the the answer to what it is that we're praying for now when we're when we're praying a good this is a good tip actually people have thanked me for this before is is to like pray that whatever it is that you're praying for is already happen already happening like praying like i i'm so you know i'm praying i'm so so grateful grateful for for the amazing things that are going to happen in humanity you know like say it like that if you're doing it from fear it's like you know you know if you're terrified and you're like praying for help what you're actually doing is you're sending out a um a negative sort of like a like a a, a lack you're sending out a lack and the universe only responds to what we are giving out so if we we are like sending a prayer out of fear like you're in lack then what will happen to you is you will just receive more confirmation of that that lack so it actually can be less helpful to, to pray from fear. Um, when you're ever praying, pray from love, pray from the heart, pray from the heart. Like you can truly wish well for somebody that's, you know, that's like coming from the heart space. But if you're wishing well for somebody, don't wish well for them from, from the root, which is the fear, you know, don't, don't come from it from a place of fear, like begging, just be like, you know, sending your <clears throat> positive intentions out through the heart. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like mantras. It's it's like mantras yeah. we 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 learnt um, where before you you could say things like "I want to be happy" and you should change that to "I am happy." Yeah, uh, you're already happy. So it's your affirmations, your mantras, which is a form of meditation and prayer as well. Yes. Yeah. Well, we are create. We are the creators that we're praying. We are the we're just the manifestations of the creator that we're praying to. So yeah. we, you know, we are we already have that in us. So the prayer is just, conf- it's just, it's just reinforcing that. Mm, absolutely. You know, so, um, like, yeah, another r- reminder that we we are that to be conscious that we are 
all creators of our reality and sometimes we can create um un unconsciously you know when we're thinking negative thoughts or being fearful about situations we're actually playing a part in creating that so meditation can also help with that because when we clean when we stay in a state of peace then what we're sending out uh, is, is is peace and hmm. you know and also the beliefs as well beliefs that we hold if we believe that the world is going to be apocalypse you know we're going to enter into apocalypse then unfortunately whether that be for you or the people that also align with that what you're going to experience in your life is more than likely going to be apocalyptic now if you if you believe that we're going to enter into the goal a golden era then we can all co-create that together um i actually think that i actually feel that it'd be really good for us to to do a group meditation at some point where we are you know meditating and praying in the uh for a golden era <clears throat> wonderful yeah. because it is part it, it is possible it is possible for us to do uh, maybe we could even organize like a you know a, a group you know a huge group meditation yeah that would be amazing golden, brilliant because it is possible the only thing that stops it from happening is just our beliefs so if we can if we can all align with that then then the ripples that are sent out would be you know um powerfully beneficial because once we all align with the truth you know that that we're all pure beings then and we can connect on that level then it creates like a a web that will that will push away the the, the distortion mm. the illusion so eventually all of that it'll get to the point where the people who are, are holding illusion won't be able to sustain themselves in this reality anymore um and then you know we can live a more you know harmonious life together yeah i think i think what's coming across really strong tonight's talk is intention the power of intention yeah There's so many things that have been spoken about i just want to go back to one little thing when you mentioned about groups as well and just say to everyone um in myself and Stephen, we did a few meditation circles online like private zoom groups and they were really simple and sometimes we didn't even use any music we just meditated together and then everybody shared at the end and if anybody feels like they're calling to do that do it and get a little group together because yeah. the group that there were lovely people that joined us and everybody was so appreciative of that space being opened up just to just to touch pay just to touch base with other people just yeah. to connect so so go for it and do these things that's what i'd say to anybody but uh, just coming back to cambo lewis um there's a a teacher of cambo as well i know stephen's completed uh, uh, the course as a, a practitioner in this uh, last year um do you feel it's very important to pass that knowledge on now or about cambo yeah. <coughs> pass it and, to, and share, to now, share about what it is yeah, yeah as a, as a yeah. teacher i think that it's important that like it, it goes with uh, the divine plan and uh, i feel that there is growth that's happening in regards to cambo reaching out um i feel that it's important not to rush <clears throat> this process i feel that there is a, a there's a that the spirit of the frog has a plan of how it's going to do that how it's going to reach out further I think it's good that we talk about it and people ask questions about it but i also think it's really important that people only do it if they feel a call to do it so like what we we're saying before uh because like anything when when things reach a critical mass 
and so many people hear about it, then you're going to get infiltration in some way or another, whether that be rogue practitioners, um, people using unethical medicine, or people trying to give it to themselves without any proper training, things like that. So as much as I think that it's important for us to speak about it, I think it's also important that people only um, go for this medicine if they feel a general genuine call and only go to practitioners that they trust from a, a reliable association of practitioners. Absolutely. Yeah. Very, very. And, and everything has to come in its right time. I know that you connected, I'm sure you said before, you connected with a lot of people in Europe with Cambo and such. Yes. But would you, um, do you, would you see whether it be sort of worldwide connection organization at one time? Yes. In the future? Uh, yeah, yes, I do actually. I do feel that, that there will be um a um a worldwide connection at some point. Um there is an a, a worldwide association already called the yeah. IAKP, which I used to be a part of. Uh, and also my my association that I've set up in the UK, which is spreading over the quite a few practitioners now in the UK, um called the KPA. <clears throat> the website's back online again now, um, which is good. So you can find a practitioner near you. Or I can assure you that all of the people that are trained on the through the KPA are are trained um, well. They're trained. They they operate ethically and safely as well. And that um, um, I've personally met all of these practitioners, so I can assure you that, that they are reliable in what it is that they're offering. Um, but yeah, I do see there being a future um, of a, of. A, an association um worldwide um i was having a conversation with somebody today um that got in touch with me who used to be a part of um the music scene that i was in a while ago and had released on a record label that i'd released on you know back in like 2014 and he approached me today and he was like oh he's from italy and he was like oh i'm a cambo practitioner you know great <laughs> to connect we were on the same record label and we just got chatting today, which was really interesting. So yeah, who knows? You know, there's bridges that can be met, that can be made, and yeah, I think that that you know potentially in the future there could be some um, more things happening worldwide. Hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll we'll post uh, links for anybody interested in, in what we're talking about here. If you want to find more, we'll post it, um, so you'll be able to follow up. Um, but just it's interesting that you went on to music a little bit there because I know Lewis that another huge passion of yours is music, and yeah. and, and in terms of when we talk about um, uh, mental health, spiritual discovery, all these areas, health and well-being, uh, how beneficial do you feel music is, and 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 how much has it guided you in your journey? music is just it's just the the one of the most beautiful things in life that we can experience uh music medicine in itself um you know there's you know from like some sound healing like you guys do at your center we do here yeah. you know the, the the healing power of sound absolutely the and also um the the there is medicine in music sometimes people can be having a bad day a good song comes on it completely changes your day yeah. There's so much <clears throat> that music can bring into people's lives. Now, I am actually having visions now of of um, conscious when 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 restrictions lifted, conscious um, you know more fest festivals, things like that, where we yeah. can have conscious music of all different types. You know, 
we we've even gone from um having events where we've had sound healing meditation moving into um conscious um medicine music with live ba music being played to full-on um techno rave music all in one all in one like fantastic compilation um that i think that there's so much space for you know in that can be done in a conscious way and it doesn't have to be just lots of alcohol and lots of you know reckless um recklessness it can be done in a controlled way and i'm feeling like i'm holding that vision for the future as well where where whether like the music scene can 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 become more um you know channeled in a conscious way and and being like you know like like almost like ritual like you know it's <clears throat> because that's what it is when you look at like festivals and you know these big events that have been on you know it's it's powerful it's it's yeah. very 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 powerful and if you can imagine like you know the scale of glastomy and imagine if the, it was all done in a completely conscious way you know with with that intention with that prayer behind it and you know it, i mean the this is my vision for the future and i feel that that would be so profound um to incorporate <clears throat> all of what we do and music together to create a new world in um in how people enjoy themselves as well and music yeah. and music is a huge huge you know like factor in people's lives about people enjoy themselves concerts gigs festivals mm -hmm. things like that yeah, and I think that it's, it's just that letting go, whether it's finding your own voice or we've, I know we've talked a lot before about letting go with the dancing. People can be very self-conscious. Yeah. Well, what will people think? Am I going to look silly? All these things come up. Yeah. And, and just really letting go and, and really not caring what anybody thinks. Just, yeah. just enjoying yourself Yeah, and, exactly. and being free. You know, yeah. it can be very liberating, I think, that. Yeah, definitely. Like there's things that um that we've had on here in the past, ecstatic dance, which is which is an incredible way to just oh, let absolutely. go. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. People can just come and then there's no judgment. You can just let go and dance. And it's so liberating to be able to do that. I remember the first time I ever did an ayahuasca retreat and I was like, you know, still like not like I wasn't still I was still like quite judgmental, like in a way, and I wasn't like quite open-minded as much as i am now of course but i remember like first going into this retreat and I've, everyone was like the people were dancing around and they've been there for a few days and like, i could tell those people that have been there before and they were all wearing white and i was like what is this this is just like some kind of crazy cult this is like the jones town massacre or something like you know people were just like going crazy the wicker man or something <laughs> yeah 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 exactly. <laughs> and i was like not in not, never would you catch me doing that yeah. and then like after a couple of days i was like you know listening to the music and my body started was like moving i was like oh you know i feel like i could like get up and, <laughs> <clears throat> and then this voice come over so so strong it was like don't do that Imagine what so and so would say, or imagine what so your friend would yeah. say if they seen you, they'd all be laughing at you. And this voice come over so strong, I'd never noticed it so like obviously before. And I was like, Jesus. I was like, you know, wow, this voice has been like really holding me back from like doing yeah. what I wanted to do for a long time. And I had this like epiphany, uh, a massive purge as well. <laughs> like, and then I just got up and I just danced and I was dancing for ages. 
and and do you know what it was so liberating to do that and also yeah. singing as well singing as well, like singing like i was um on my my cambo training that i did um um years ago <clears throat> i had never really sung before so it was like that when was it well, it was about six six seven years ago now um and i'd never sung as far as i can remember i think maybe when i was younger i, I might have sung you know in school or something like but <clears throat> not since then and then like i was asked to make a song <laughs> and i was like well i thought <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not singing i was just thinking i can't do that but then once i got into it and i started doing it and like even though it didn't i didn't think it sounded great at the time i thought oh my god i've got a voice mm. i've got a voice and then now i'm i'm always singing you know i'm singing playing on guitar you know making songs and you know and it's liberating and when i'm actually singing i feel in my best when, I, when I'm singing, I feel like it brings out the tr you know your true nature, your your soul, your spirit, and you feel really good after it as well. Yeah. We we've done like, a few of the cacao with the cacao ceremonies. We've we've done yeah. a few, and it's fantastic, isn't it? We, that's another fantastic medicine, and and the dancing and just and, and, and I feel um, I feel fantastic after all my aches and pains <laughs> have gone. <laughs> what I found interesting about cacao ceremonies before. Before we started um, the, the Purple Mountain, we went out and experienced, you know, as you, as you should do. And um, that we saw people coming in and they might have aches or pains. It goes, well, I, I might be able to get up. I'll see how I go. And they're actually really going for it when they get up. And by the end, they're like, do you know that aches and pains? I might be feeling a bit of a bad back. It, it's sort of gone mm. by the end of it. Yeah. you know like they've just let it go and it, it's just gone you know and uh shifted but, that energy what i just wanted to ask i know we're, we're coming up to time a bit here is about music because i find it interesting that on our journeys how certain songs can come to us whether they find us or we find them yeah and they can stay with you for some time so uh yeah just wanted to know you've experienced that yourself and what point and what it did for you well, my experiences with with what you're saying there um, came when I was doing my shamanic training in the Amazon when I when I was working with certain plants. When um, when you're dieting with these plants, the teacher plants, the spirit of that medicine, if it wants to stay with you, it will teach you a song. Now that that was this isn't exactly what you were talking about, but it's similar. Um, how this like melody was would come. The melody would would come and it keep it would keep coming and and I remember the first time it ever happened there was like this just like this little melody and it was like like a bit like a nursery rhyme and I was thinking oh my god is this is what they're talking about like and how how plants you know uh, give you echoes I thought I don't want this song it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's too it's too childlike too you know too cheesy <laughs> if that makes sense yeah uh, but it kept coming and and. And it's, it stayed with me for most of the time when I was there. But whenever I was singing it in a ceremony, it would like this waves of like the uh, the plant would come over me and it was like, you know, nourishing me. And I could see the images of the plant and it was beautiful. And it was beautiful. And and they call that in the Amazon and shamanic training, Icaros. It's where mm -hmm. when, a, when a plant will teach you a song because it's, it's you develop the relationship with it. And when you sing that song, that plant spirit will come. So that was an interesting experience I had with song. And what also I found really interesting is that I'd spoke to someone not long after that, and they showed me a video 
of how plants, when you connect them to a MIDI synthesizer, like um, the little signals will come through and it will, and each different plant has its own little melodies, wow. its own little songs. There's a fact that I find that really fascinating. But also what you're saying about like in a ceremony when a certain song will come to you, I find that that happens to me with music. I think the feel that like spirit show, you know, um, uh, gives us messages through music as well. Like yeah. sometimes like you might be like, you know, going through a certain thing, you know, in your life and then you'll put, you'll go in the radio, you turn the radio on and then like this song or just like everything in the words, you've never even heard it in that way before. And then all of the words just resonate with you and then it'll stay with you. So I think it's a great, I think that uh, music's also a great tool for spirits to communicate through to us through as well. Mm-hmm. It's just if we're, if we're like picking up on it. Very much so. And I, I, like you say, it's a, it's a message within itself, wherever it comes from. Um, but I, I find myself a, a song, you could really resonate with the song so strongly, can yeah. feel it. And then it might last two or three weeks and then it'll change. And then another song will come. Yeah. Yeah. I know you've experienced that a lot as well, Stephen. Yeah. With different yeah. And, and it triggers as well. And I think even when you're running even a meditation class and, and, and you incorporate certain songs or you're impressed to use certain songs and spirit impressing you, like Lewis said, and it triggers in an emotion within the group. So spirit know where that vibration, that song, those words are needed. And it's just, again, that word listening, that training, that discipline, just listen to that intuitiveness and, mm. and spirit will guide you. And, and it's powerful music prayer and dancing is the an- the most ancient forms of medicine in the world yeah i i like like what you're saying about listening because there's a very there's a very big difference between hearing something and listening yeah. like and that, and that also applies when you're having conversations with people as well you know i think that listening is 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 also like a med- like a tool, like a a muscle that you have to mm-hmm. you have to train like like, cause I catch myself doing it all the time. I'm like, Oh, I'm not hundred percent present here. I'm not listening. <laughs> I'm not listening properly, you know? Um, but it, you know, it's like with, with songs as well. Sometimes we just hear them in the background, but you're not listening. But then when there's something that you really do need to listen, sometimes spirit will be like, you know, tune you into that. So you are actually listening Absolutely. and you're not, and you're not, you're not just hearing it. And the same goes for like, when you're see, you know, um, when you're looking at something, but are you seeing, you know, there's, there's like, there's, there's a difference between looking at something and seeing something or looking at somebody or seeing somebody. Mm. Yeah. It's a bit like um, when uh, we use the term sort of spirit signs or signs that um, sometimes we can think that they've just appeared, but the signs have always been there, but we might not have seen them. Yeah. Or noticed yeah. them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's been really enjoyed speaking with you again lewis tonight and we hope everybody's uh, enjoyed it i know we've covered lots of subjects i'm just looking at <laughs> uh, what we've been through tonight and i hope somebody out there what you've been able to take some information from it i know a couple of people are asking about cambo um, and yeah. uh, we will post links on this page but also as well as that if you actually go on our youtube uh, channel uh, you'll be able to look at uh, there's a couple of videos that lewis has done with us where he's gone a bit deeper into the Campbell medicine and medicines so you could actually trace back to that as well uh, and find some information on that and just if anybody uh, is 
wanting to know about your groups how they uh, would go get involved with that how do they go about that in a guru so all of the uh, events that we have on are listed on our website www.inner-guru.co.uk forward slash events so yeah. you can go onto the website if you click on the events section there'll be a list there of all of the different events that are on yeah fantastic we'll, we'll post that we'll post that link tonight and uh yeah so just thanks for everybody for joining us and to stay true to yourself and like we spoke about and know that you've got an inner voice that you're a bright being inside you know and you've you've got the strength you've got the strength to do it and i just want to mention we've got a couple of interviews coming up in the coming weeks we're going to be uh, next friday we're going to be talking with isla Sharfer again um and when we talk about music uh, she's a ceremonial musician as well and um, so that's going to be interesting so please catch that one and yeah we just want to thank everybody for joining us thanks for joining us again lewis and for sharing your time and your truth thank with you. us. It's always appreciated. Thank okay. you. Okay. So thanks a lot, everyone. Have a good night. Enjoy Bye -bye. the rest of your night. Whatever you're doing.